Welcome to a very special episode of Live Lunch. Um, we are in unprecedented times. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I, I've never personally experienced anything like this before. Massive disruption hmm. a, into our, our, our routines, but also challenges to some of the socio-political, economic foundations that we've all, that we've held on to manifested in and in. in ability to find <laughs> toilet paper mm. um, mm-hmm. just the things that you hold on to with a sense of comfort mm. like Do being able to paper. clean your bottom after going to the toilet has now been disrupted thank you um, thank you for that thought it is uh, but not not just we'd be looking at this on on a, on a global scale and in some ways uh, we've seen it from afar and then it's got closer and closer and closer mm. uh, and, and and I guess with with the prime minister uh, doing his daily um, updates on the news it's suddenly man this is at our doorstep mm. uh, and yeah we we're, we're in in unusual times um and so yeah we so we thought it's it's good to have you on it's good to keep doing live lunch it's good mm. to keep um just looking at how we can continue serving people how we can we we'll get we we'll get a bit more into that about how we can use the digital world mm. um our good friend Matt Simmons saying digital socializing we've gone from um, yes avoiding from distant socializing yes yeah and digital socializing mm. Um, mm. and so what does that look like i guess a whole bunch of questions that i have um, to ask you and hey if you're watching this um, while it's live and you've got a question for Joel please drop it in megan's looking at the live stream and we'll kick we'll kick it off i think just to kick things off romans 8 does talk about we know in all good, we know in all things god books god books are the good of those who have been called according to his purposes and like, mm. we've come out of uh, a couple of weeks of well we come out of our last big wednesday which was last wednesday praying around the prayer of jabez mm-hmm. we we prayed god would you bless us enlarge our borders in some ways i think the, the prophetic journey that we've been uh, on at emmanuel over the past season has been very much to do with multiplication as we've we've gone we've gone into the uh, the five cities uh, planting churches in europe uh, couple of prof- prophetic uh, a couple of prophecies coming into church about seeds being uh, seeds growing mm. and and that sort of a thing um and yet we seem to be in a season of restriction and uh, a time of um i guess stopping yeah. in the way uh, we're used to doing things and um yeah yeah i guess how, how does the christian find comfort in the knowledge that god works things out for the good and uh, he's a god of growth and he's a god of 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 blessing and he's a god of his 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 uh, glory being taken to the ends of the earth but feeling like man how is this going to happen now yeah mm. yeah well i think um we we don't know always how god is working things for good in fact it, if we stop and consider it we don't know mostly um it's going to be the exception when we can see a, a clear way in which what looks disruptive or even uh evil works in our favour. You do get those very clear occasions and they're, they're kind of, we perhaps got life examples of our own, you know, I I, I, uh, I couldn't go on holiday because of, um, yeah. you know, I, I, I fell down and broke one of my legs and so I, I'm, I, can't, I, I can't, I miss a ski trip. But then when the hospital checked my fracture, they discovered a tumour which they had to operate on and if they hadn't seen it that week then it would have been hmm. fake, you know, it would have uh, been terminal. Those kind of stories abound, and they're good examples of how you can say, "Yeah, God, you were working in that, in that horrible situation. You were working." A lot of situations you never get to see. That's the that's the the reality of living in this age, and uh, we we don't find out 
um, even some of the most the, the most appalling suffering and you know, setback. You don't find out why it, God, what God was doing in it. Um, you know, the Book of Job, you got the guy who suffers. He he finds God's help in his suffering and meets with God, and it helps him to overcome. And, and it actually, mm. it's a good story. But even Job himself never finds out why. He never finds mm. out what was going on and how it worked for his for his for his for his benefit. And so it, we we has there's a gap that we we have to step through in terms of saying god i trust you what well, i i don't know this but i do know enough to know that you're in control i trust that you're involved in in this and mm. you're, you're not going to do me ill you're you're, you're going to do me good your, your plans are good for me and you will work what's uh, what more others are meant for evil you mean for good and i think um um to be able to come back to knowing his character that he's completely committed mm. To doing this good, like in Jeremiah, you know, I will not cease from doing good mm. to you. So, um, one of the songs that Simon and Anna wrote um, is so so good on this thing. You know, you're um, through the the, the, the um, all through the night, you're all so through the me. night. You're so good to me. You know, you've, you you never withhold your goodness. And, and every line of that song mm. um, uh, is is just, is precious because it, 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 it emphasizes this point so clearly and so biblically. Um, that's the that's the big mm. answer. We got we got to sometimes trust when we can't see how God's working. And I think for us as a church, I can't completely see what God's doing in this. <clears throat> I don't. Um, I don't think. Um, nevertheless, it's com- it's uh, impossible to see anything. So so, the reality is that there will be features of this season that will we can easily start to turn in in usefulness. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to spiritually profit from mm. it. You know, so I think getting time, we we, we are there will be some time pr- dividends. Uh, although people are still doing their jobs, they're doing them differently. More people working from home. Well, that's surely adding time to our calendars. Time, mm. time, time, mm. time. Uh, flexibility, availability. Mm. Now that that can be an opportunity for time wasting, an opportunity for the flesh, opportunity for temptation to fall into things that we we just you know that we regret. It's also an opportunity for mm. uh, just superb new routines in our yeah, lives. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just time with our family. It's, mm. we, you know, I've got a big family. I've got five kids. It's like, wow. When, when the schools are all shut, which I'm kind of expecting soon, I mean, already one of my kids can't go to school because uh, the, the staff is, sh- is shortened by, by this. Um, it's, it's like, it's, it's good for us. It's mm. forcing me to think, well, how are we going to do family life when we're together consistently? It sounds like a recipe for disaster. But we, we're so used to the cultures making that, making that kind of a joke. Mm. Imagine how horrible it would be to be stuck with your, just your family, your household, mm. for days on end. Where does that joke come from? It's an assumption that, that that's a bad thing. Mm. Maybe we need to re-examine that joke and think, you know, wait a minute, that, that's, there's, no, there's no need to assume that's bad. That could be a redeemed thing. God could use that. We could, mm. we could all grow. We could become happier. Mm. We could learn to love each other more. Um, it's think, a, it is yeah. fascinating, isn't it, how you... Um, I'm so glad you interrupted because I think I would have carried on again for another <laughs> I know, year. I know, well, I did. And I was... Okay. I had to... You're a good man. I had to say my... my, my yeah, my, yeah. My <laughs> is... Um, what, alongside that joke, one of the first things that came to mind was, yes, I'm going to download all the next the Netflix box sets that I have mm-hmm. on my list. And hey, we live in the golden age of television. There's an incredible amount of mm. um, stuff we have or we can watch and have mm. access to, some good, some not so helpful. 
Um, and I'm sure even amongst us, we could name some of the, the top television shows that we would recommend people watch over the the next few days. But even just Live lunch, obviously, yeah, obviously, it goes without saying. Mm-hmm. We've, we're probably going to increase our viewers from from five to we ten. We got loads. We got oh, loads today. There you go. We do have some really big news to share. If you're from Emmanuel Brighton, so, so so stay tuned for a few more minutes, and then we get to it. Um, is, is we, we, we live in a time where in some ways our our spiritual disciplines and our dependence on God can be so easily dulled and distracted by things that we have access to hmm. uh, comforts that we have access to hmm. instantly at the push of a button I have access to stuff that could distract me for the rest of my life if I commit if I committed myself to it yes. um, Again, not not despising some of some of these good things, but I, I know at least for me there could be uh, a propensity to overindulge, and I, I could do a three hours of, of or four hours of Netflix if I, if I, if I was if I was left to um, to myself. But you know, almost just you could either view these next few weeks or months as yeah, this is an opportunity to catch up on Netflix, um, or you could not waste this crisis mm. yeah. and come out uh, somebody who. Has just grown in his mm. love for Jesus mm. and yeah. grown in his dependence on Him, grown in in your prayer life, grown in your in your in your time of worship. And mm. um, I was talking to one of our elders, Matt Davis, earlier today, and he said, "Almost ask yourself three questions over these next few weeks: How am I going to grow in my spiritual life, in my physical life, and in my mental life? And you, what are the things I'm going to put in um, into place to to grow in those areas? Yeah. That at the end of this this crisis period, which which I, I don't know, we might never get this." opportunity again yeah, yeah. I, I see opportunity very very carefully yeah, yeah. Um, of just having to pause a lot of the things that we yeah, do yeah. gain a lot more time maybe by not commuting and what have you and yeah. how can I grow in my spiritual life what are some of the disciplines I can put in how much um, time can I spend praying how much time can I spend reading my bible and, and just growing it in the word that again that's extraordinary the the amount of good uh, books that are out there mm-hmm. we will we'll drop the link um, in this description, but we are emmanuel.com forward slash, I think it's recommended reading or reading. There's a huge list of very, very good books that we recommend if you want to get deeper in your understanding of, of scripture. Um, my, so my, my physical life, am I going to go on an early morning run? Uh, Amy and I were talking about that bright matin and the 10K has been moved from from uh, from April to September, so we've got a bit more time to train, uh, do like some family exercise together, or just just go and do stuff. And then in my mental life, how am I going to keep staying alert? Mm. Uh, am I going to learn any new skills? Um, there's so many again websites where you can just grow in your skills and, and and learn new things. And so just kind of being ruthless with how we how we grow um, in these three areas. Yeah, that's my comment. Anything to add to that? I'm just really excited for yeah, it's a opportunity in this time. Obviously, it's sad, but it's a uh, particularly as someone who has been freelance for a while it's like what more can I do at this time Mm. like how what new skill can I learn um how can I connect with other people not even just the ones I know and work with now but like you know enlarging the borders and like connect with people further afield so Mm. um yeah Mm. cool um just to change direction slightly we've just announced on social um Mm. that we are Pausing all Emmanuel Sunday physical gathering services um, for the foreseeable future. Yeah. I'm guessing mm-hmm. that wasn't an easy decision. I know you and the other executive team have been in long, 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 long conversations over many days discussing at what point do you make that decision. Yes. Um, and we're moving to having two um, digitally streamed, live streamed services 
online and we'll drop a link to that uh, over the next few days so we're going to have a so we're not gathering on a sunday none of our sites are, are, are meeting on a sunday but we will have um a live stream available which will have preaching and which will have worship uh, again we're talking about what that looks like we're going to have to plan really quickly and move really quickly we've just come out of a meeting where these things have been told to us um we're not so sure about people gathering in small groups because again the the, the recommendation seems to be don't even gather uh, with with family and friends if, if 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 you can avoid it so avoid it as as much as possible so we've kind of gone from thinking oh we one you get together with your small group and mm. and watch this to being like oh man you're you're doing this by ourselves we're gonna sit mm. in our in our living rooms tuning in on a Sunday with our family who are who, who we live with uh, or with our, whoever we share our house with. Uh, tuning in to Sunday morning half 10 and the 6pm service. Is there anything you want to say about that? So we're, we're looking at how to do church um, for this season when we can't do the normal methods um, and uh, it's it's going to be uh, interesting. It's going We're going to learn a lot. We'll probably have to tweak it as we go. I think the principles to keep before us are to, uh, to maintain as we can all uh, realistic opportunities for community um, in terms of actual proximity, being with people in the flesh, mm. uh, the, the ways to do that are now incredibly diminished. We have, have for a season precious few opportunities to do that, and so it's using those opportunities wisely, thinking about how to do them responsibly, how to not put people at risk, but also how to particularly s- s- tilt it in favour of the most in need. Um, and it's, it's a strange irony. A time when you're you're trying the best way to serve some people will be to let them be isolated. But how else can we show love to people? How else can we show kindness? How can we do community when you can't do it the normal way? When you can't hug someone, you can't you can't sit around with them for ages and, and laugh and chat. And do, you, you, it's not going to be quite like that. Um, but but what can you do? And I think that's that's good. It's like it's a bit like you know they say you know, the really good chess players they learn how to play chess without their queen. Um, they, they go through uh, lots and lots of games where they, they sacrifice their queen Don't very early in the game. But what it does is it forces, the Thanks, mate. forces a queen, uh, forces a chess uh, master to lean into mm. their other strengths. Mm. And, uh, and by the time they've learned to win games without their queen, uh, when you put the queen back on the table, it's like wow, you just wow. You, you're well beaten. No one can beat you because you're, you're you, you're so less reliant on that strong mm. arm. And um, I think we we these seasons maybe that's the way to utilize them. Mm. Think, okay, we can't do big Sundays. We can't do even small groups in the way we want to. Let's let's do everything else that we can to, to be community, to be fellowship, to love one another. When we get back to being able to gather in large numbers, you know, maybe by then we'll have some strengths about them. Mm-hmm. Some of our other muscles will be big mm-hmm. and we'll be slightly less disproportionate <laughs> as a community. We'll be a healthier church. I'm fascinated thinking through mm-hmm. what is going to be different about society, about families, about marriages, about church. On the, I think the opportunity mm-hmm. is it will come out of this on many levels, much healthier mm-hmm. um, for m- many of us, obviously. Yeah. And uh, th- th- that's an opportunity. It, it may, it's there for the taking. It won't just mm-hmm. fall into our laps. We're going to have to fight for it, but it's mm-hmm. there. And, and so I think just to say that that's, that's yeah, kind yeah. of behind our thinking, um, we, we will, we will um, keep speaking practically about how to do that. Small group leaders mm-hmm. and people who are involved in leadership in, in Emmanuel will still play a key role yeah. in how we coordinate I like, community. I like how you said small groups haven't closed. We're no. not shutting small groups down. Right. They're still functioning. They're just not gathering physically. Yeah. 
And so you've got to have that mindset that my, my school yeah. group is still running. Yeah. Who am I look, looking out for? Who yeah. am I having those conversations with? Who am I Absolutely. texting? Who am I FaceTiming or video calling? Um, who am I sharing links with or just discussing the preach with? Yes. Um, also, who am I serving? Then there could be older people or more vulnerable people. Maybe probably people who fall ill during small group. How do we serve them? How do we look yes, out for them? How do we... Right. Just the simple things of... Um, getting their, their groceries and, and, and shopping for them. And, and so, remarkable so things we can do. One of the things we'll start talking about is how to practically help people serve their streets. Yeah. Um, some of you may be already seeing examples of this where there's been um, uh, flyers and things that people have been putting through doors. Uh, so so every everybody on the street gets a, a flyer from a, an Emanuela saying, um, how can I help you? Mm. Call me back. I'm, I live at number... X and I, this is my number to call me on or whatever, whatever's the best way. But yeah, just those those methods because there will be so there'll be some people for whom this is uh, this is this is the issue. It's like there's no one near me who's mm. looking out for me, mm. and all my family live miles away, and, and and we just think, wow, God has put us in our city for such mm. a time as this. Really, um, it's, it's fascinating when we the the thought of not doing a Sunday service is is. It's scary on a personal level because you feel like, man, sometimes Sunday, sometimes I look forward to just getting through to Sunday. Like, yes, when I get yeah. to Sunday, that's yeah. it. I can just stop everything I do and be with other like-minded believers yes. and, and then just worship and almost let the wave and the momentum of the Sunday service carry me yes. on my journey. And yes. I said, that, that queen's gone. Um, and, and now we've got to, to dig deep to find God in the everyday yeah. and to find those mm. moments of of, of connection with who he is and, and, and worship outside of being carried by Simon and Anna's incredible music yes. and uh, well we can still listen to their music but yeah. you know the when they lead us in worship it's just tremendous it's I think one, one, of our, one of our friends um, I remember Dave Holden who leads who's one of the new Frontiers leaders and a friend of ours he, he, um, he said that when he was uh, <laughs> young um, he his experience of church life in the sort of uh, sort of, I guess, sort of sixties and seventies, mm-hmm. before a lot of the things happened that we now live in the good of, in terms of charismatic renewal and restoration of the church, a lot of things that we, we live in the good of. He's, he said that what he was used to was church being really hard work, but full up of people who really knew Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so people had their own relationship with God, and they had to because church was just was. It didn't bring much to you. You went to church because you had to, but you didn't. Yeah, but you, if you dug deep in your own walk with God, you got to know Him. And He said it flipped in His lifetime. It got to the point where people expected Sundays to be their lifeline. They looked forward to the Sunday as the time to be with Jesus. But the rest of the week weren't digging that deep. Perhaps as a result. Mm-hmm. And again, I think God may be using this to get us back to a more balanced. Style. Brilliant. So good. Uh, you um, in the meeting earlier, you mentioned that we will be looking to send out regular devotions, uh, yeah. maybe even daily devotions that, that go out uh, to the whole church. So again, just that if you are part of Emmanuel, um, please make sure your communication settings are yes, turned on so that you do, you do get um, an email with um, yeah. um, with, with just resources from, from the church. Um, and and if there's anyone you know in the church who doesn't seem to be in the loop communication, this mm. is absolutely critical mm. that, that people who are just not getting the texts for whatever reason, not getting the emails, just invite them, just help them to get in, help them to access and connect. We're going to have to work harder to stay connected over these next absolutely. few weeks. So maybe some, some, will find it some who are technologically you know, hopeless like me uh, will, will need help. 
Seeing the videos I, you produce, nobody would think that. No, that's right. Yeah, no, my, 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 the videos I produce get compared with the Blair Witch Project, so I, I, I know that they're, um, I know they're deficient. But Johan's here to help me, so I, I've got a Johan. You, you, you may need to be someone's Johan. I've helped you produce those. Who can you be Johan to? That's the question. But that's another one line about Twitter. A uh, couple more questions, if if you can give me some good punchy pity answers. That's right. Yeah, I'm best. So you do your best. Okay. I'll just punch you. Yeah. Or um, you. <laughs> For a, a lot of people, church, unchurched, um, new Christians, Christians who've been around for ages, a lot of our foundations are being stripped away. Uh, as I said earlier, social, economic, yeah. political, just things we took for granted yeah. uh, are now being stripped away. We're being, in some ways, forced into isolation. Leads to a time of a lot of introspection, a lot of existential questions about mm. who mm. am I? What do I actually do? What's my role mm. in all of this? Mm. How do I get through this? Mm. Uh, is there something bigger that I need to be, be connected into? Um, People who hit that existential moment where of, of crisis, mm. where like, man, it's gone. What do I do now? All those questions. Who am I? Um, what would you say to them? Well, <laughs> it's like, why would my mouth dry up at that point? This is this is the question. So the reason that you have those uh, questions and, and doubts is because because you were. You, you're not in connection with the person that you you were made for. So I always say it like this, you know, if you, if you unplug a toaster from the wall or a hoover from the wall, it, it's all you've got is just a, 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 this thing that has no, no purpose, no meaning cause, because it's unplugged. And, and uh, you know, you, you, you've got to find out what you are. You can try and use a toaster for something else. If, if, you, if you discovered a toaster where, in the, in, where there's no electricity, you would think, well, what's it for? And you'd maybe make up a few things, you know, try and keep books in it or something like that, or I, you, whatever. You could try stuff, you hit someone with it, it was a weapon. But, but when you plug it in, it's like, now I know what it's for. And that's, that is what Jesus, how, exactly how Jesus explains our predicament, that we are, we've been, Disconnected by our own rebellion, our own our own decision to put ourselves at the center of the universe, instead of the one who is at the center of the universe, we've cut ourselves off like a tree with branches that cut themselves away from the tree, like branches that say, "No, I don't want to be part of this tree. I, I will not. I will be my own tree. I will be my own tree trunk. I will. I will. I, I will declare independence." What happens to that tree? That tree tree branch. It, it bears no fruit, it dies. It, by cutting itself off, it's dying. And that's, that's humanity, that's all of us. We're constantly living in this place of slow spiritual death and quickening, it, it's coming faster. And the reality that we, we walk in spiritual darkness may be crises like this one, mm. wake people up to the reality of them and help them to see, mm. oh, I need meaning. I need answers in my life. I haven't got my normal routines. And what, what is this all about anyway? And the truth is we need to do what Jesus says and, and abide in the vine, remain in the vine. We need to be branches that are connected mm. <laughs> with the source of life. We need to be drawn into him. Mm. And practically, what does that look like? It means that we actually give up on our, ourselves mm-hmm as the center of the universe. We ne- we're never that good at that anyway. We give up on our own uh, sense of ourselves as the, 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 the source of meaning to our lives. We, 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 we give up on ourselves as the, uh, the kind of attempt to, to try and make life meaningful, make life good. I'm not going to achieve all the things I think I should achieve. I'm never going to be as moral and righteous and pure and good looking or as amazing as those people are. I'm never, I'm just, that's, I give up on that. 
And I say, Jesus, I, I need you. I need you to be my righteousness. I need you to be my 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 uh, everything, my life. Mm. And I start to see, actually, by doing that, it's like, as Jesus said, if you lose your life for my sake, you'll find it. Mm. If you try to keep your life, you'll lose it. So I come to him and say, I, I, I can't in myself make myself good enough for God. Mm. Only one person has ever been good enough for God, and that's Jesus himself. Okay. He did it for us, and uh, I trust in him. And if you, if you come across this video, um, maybe get in touch with your, the friend who shared this, um, this video clip. Maybe they are a Christian and they could connect you into church life when it does start again. Uh, or, or, or drop us a message um, on, on the We Are Manual Instagram or Facebook, and we'd love to get back to you and, and serve you with, with really connecting into to church life and, and finding Jesus. And, and for and some people, church Jesus. life is starting now. You know, yeah. That's the thing to bear in mind. So that for some of you, this is the weird thing about this season. It's going to be the time when you discover Jesus and discover church. I reckon, I'm praying that we're going to baptise hundreds of people who say it all started during coronavirus. Wow. That's my, imagine that. I just wow. wonder, up and down this country, who knows what God's going yeah. to be doing. Christianity does have a history of... of Growing when there's pandemic. Absolutely. That's, that's, well, that's the story. And it's partly because of the love people show. And So church meetings are changed. Church is going to thrive. Yeah. Church is going to thrive yeah. because it's all about Jesus' presence with people and us loving one another. So good. Uh, last question before before our time comes to an end. Um, what about those who are genuinely anxious about the future? Um you know, there's so much uncertainty. Jobs are uncertain. Finances uncertain. Um, I guess there's food stuff that that could be uncertain. There's just potentially it is quite an uncertain, scary time. Mm-hmm. And for uh, for people in your church, people who are looking in who are who are, who are worried and anxious and saying, "I don't know how to get through this." No. You know, I'm 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 fearful. You as their pastor, what would you say to them? Yeah, I'd say that at the times when we think that we don't need help are the times when we're in real danger. So when, when everything is fine, when we, we've got we, the, the, the budget's looking good and we, and we can see the, the, the money coming in, we can see it go, we can see everything fine and health is fine, everything is fine. I suppose the da- there are dangers there we don't know of. Under the water, there are more serious dangers of, of just self-dependence. And, 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 and this season we're in where the waters are choppy, where we feel our, our desperate need of him, these are times for us to keep reminding ourselves of the one who's faithful, who's who's in the boat with us, who when we say to him, you know, wake up, don't you care? He's the one that turns to us and says, you know, where is your faith? And and learning to to to, to lean into his is this beautiful song that that um, uh, Lou and Nathan uh, recovered actually. It's a it's a hymn, like a nineteenth century hymn, um, and um, and Lou kind of retrieved it and did it in a new way. Um, which with the chorus lean hard on the mm. everlasting mm. arms and and just if you get if you could just google that that song that Lou's done this version of um you know he uh, lavishes grace as our burdens grow mm. it's i mean it just goes on every line of this song is is like a, a just a one it's like a waterfall of refreshing mm. um just liberty to, so to, to fear and anxiety and it's all true it's scripture all that Lou's done is is put is, is take a a hymn that was rooted in scripture and put it into a, a you know more contemporary uh, style. But I, I would I urge you to be reminded of his faithfulness mm. um, through the seasons that we're in. He's he's re- helping us to remember our faithfulness. He is able to deliver us from. You know that it's interesting. Paul talks to Timothy about the what, the God who is able to deliver us from 
um, that you want. And he lists the different things that God delivers us from. But in, in reality, they're things that Paul still suffered. Mm. So Paul's, Paul's aware that we go through suffering, but in some way, even in the midst of it, we're being delivered from it. Mm. That's an interesting verse. Because in, in one way to preach it is to think, well, therefore, we should, a Christian should never be sick. A Christian should never go through times of trouble because they're a Christian. That's, Paul doesn't say that at all. So you will go through it, but God delivers you from it. Absolutely. So in the midst of it, there's a kind of deliverance from it, which means he's so with me in it mm. that it changes the whole landscape. I, I, I'm going to lean on him. I'm going to lean on him, and I'm going to know him in the storm. I'm going to know him in the midst of this. And uh, that's, that we're going to be learning to do that in a fresh way. Or I've, I feel I've, this last 24 hours I've been learning some, some things that I, haven't, I probably wouldn't have learned. You know, even stuff I've had to say sorry to people for in the last 24 hours or stuff that I've had to kind of examine my own conscience about. I think that wasn't, it's like God's using this to just help me to trust him more and lean on him more and get grace more. So uh, that's the long-winded answer, but you don't thank get the other thing from me anyway. So. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to Live Lunch. Um, yeah. We would love to keep resourcing you in, in, into the future. And so, so stay connected with us. Stay connected. There's um, more information. There's more information to follow, definitely. We will be, uh, we will not be silent, but we will be communicating. We'll be doing our best to do daily stuff, but, yeah. it, but it, it will see, we're going to have to make some plans. We've got yeah. meetings. Pray for us. We've got a lot to decide, a lot to work yes, on. Please pray for us. Brilliant. Thanks so much. Enjoy the rest of your day.